today we're going to verse 14 and 15. It says, for sin shall not be master over you. For you are not under law, but under what? What then? Two questions that we got to answer. Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? He says what? May it never be. I'm going to read it one more time. For shall for sin shall not be master over you. For you are not under the law, but under what? What then? Shall we sin because we're not under law, but under grace? May it never be. I want to talk about this morning abusing grace. Breaking old habits. But I want to talk about abusing grace. We all know. Or maybe you don't know. That the moment that you accept Jesus Christ. That you are now. No longer. Under the strict laws. That God had given to the people. You and I now have been released. From the penalty. From the power. And even from the very presence of sin. In other words. What we did not have the capacity to do before. We can do now. We are not or no longer under all these rules. Come on somebody. We all know that we have habits that we don't like. Amen. And we know and I've taught you throughout this series that you have the power to make right decisions. You do have the power to do that. We know that our minds have been set free because we have the mind of Christ. Come on and help me. I believe that the reason we don't stop doing things that we don't like is because we make a choice to do what we're doing. I believe that not only that, but I believe that in doing Oh, breaking habits, we know the consequence. But if you're a halfway mature believer, you know about grace. Do I have anybody? Do I have anybody here who understand what I mean? Do I have anybody in here who have experienced God's grace? You got in your car. And you drove here this morning, you had traveling grace. Just in case you didn't know. God didn't have to get you here safely. But he got you here by his grace. 
grace, and I'll explain that in a minute, is something that if you're not careful, you can abuse it. Amen. You woke up this morning clothed in your right mind. Tell your neighbor I got waking up grace. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Some of you got drunk last night. Amen. You got sober grace this morning. I wish I had somebody. Come on and help me, somebody. You know, you know the deal. You know the deal. Now, I don't need to go down the list. Listen, it's not that you got away with what you did. Can I talk to you for a minute? It's not like you got away with it. You just got what? Grace. Watch this. And on top of that, you said, God, I wouldn't do it again. Oh, Lord. And he gave you persevering grace. I wish I had somebody. There is previous grace. Amen. There's powerful grace. There's protecting grace. When you're in places you're in, you know you ain't supposed to be there. Come on and help me, somebody. You know you're not supposed to be there. But yet, God says, my grace. My grace is sufficient enough. My strength is perfected in weakness. But everything about us as believers is connected to grace. Listen to me real good. It's connected to grace. It's not karma. It's not good luck. It ain't none of that. It's what? Grace. But before we could talk about grace, we got to talk about what is the law. God's law consists of do's and don'ts. There are a total of 613 do's and don'ts from Genesis to Deuteronomy. And none of us really can keep any of them. And that's the reason why God gave us Jesus so that we can be a recipient of his grace. Tell your neighbor, thank God for his plan. I wanted to be good. I really did. I really did. I went home wanting to be good. But I messed up. And my wife is still there. Thank God for grace. The only reason she's there is because of what? Not that she can't do better. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody now. I'm talking to you right quick. God's law demands punishment. So just remember now. Everything we say is a habit that we mess up with, it deserves punishment. But tell your neighbor, oh, grace. I think you got. we need to start appreciating grace just a little bit more, right? Amen. Appreciating it and not abusing it. Because a lot of times we say, I, have, you ever, you have you ever lied to yourself? <laughs> I ain't going to do it. 
Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. And look, you didn't need much convincing when the when the when the opportunity presented itself. Come on, help me now. Now, 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 why am I bringing up grace? Because if you're going to break habits, you got to understand that God eventually going to say, okay, now, come on now. I don't know how much more do you want? But that's what's so amazing about grace is that there's no expiration date on it. And God knows, watch this, that eventually you'll get it. Come on, somebody. You can't force people to change. Because eventually what you're doing, you're going to realize it ain't working. But the, watch this, watch this. Not only that it's not working, but you'll realize, man, the only way this is going to work is if I do it God's way. Are you with me? Because grace keeps coming in. God keeps showing us. Not only does God, not only does the law brings punishment, uh, demands justice, but God wants payment for violation of his law. So he sent Jesus. I started to flesh this out in my mind like, dang, he sent someone who could take care of every sin come on y'all that we would ever commit as a non-believer and a believer so when you and I get saved we're saved from the power the presence amen sin past present and future so sin no longer has power over you we only allow, listen, we only do or we only give access to what we are weak to. But I want to help somebody with something. God has given you the power to overcome whatever you feel like you can't release in your life. Grace. Watch this. Watch this. Question now is, what is grace? Let me give you a definition. You ready? It's kindness towards people who don't deserve it. How easy is that? Watch this. It loves unlovely people. It gives people who only take. It gives to... Somebody said, that sounds like a relationship I'm in right now. Tell your neighbor that's grace. If he only knew, I can go upside his head right now, but oh, thank God for grace. Watch this. It gives people second chances over. Are you understanding this? So you understand why it's so easy to abuse it. Because in our nature, we feel like if I get a second chance, well, I'll try it again. And if you keep trying it over and over again and you keep getting God's grace, see, a lot of us, 
we got this thing messed up, saints. Watch this. A lot of people say, well, if you if you leave the Lord and you go out there, you're going to do bad. As a matter of fact, I know some people who left the Lord and they're doing real good. But they're not enjoying it. They look like they're doing good. They sound like they're doing good. But see, what they have, what they have a little bit more grace than you and I. So that's not fair. Well, here's the thing. The grace that God is showing you right now. Amen. You are enjoying what he's given you. How many of you enjoying the life? Come on, somebody. How many remember being outside? Now, you had grace. Watch this. But you were broke all the time. You were making money, but you had none. Come on, somebody. Amen. You had things, but you couldn't enjoy it. And God keeps extending this grace to us. And he keeps asking, how long are you going to abuse it? How does grace work, though? That's a good question. This is how grace works. Grace, the grace of God redirects. This is how it works. The grace of God redirects justice and punishment and puts it on Jesus. I'm going to say it one more time. The grace of God redirects justice and wrath that we deserves, deserve and put it on an innocent person. That's why Paul always say, do not crucify Jesus Christ again. Seriously, got to read your Bible. He said, don't keep abusing God's grace and you keep putting Jesus back on the cross every time you keep asking for forgiveness. Every time you know what's right, but you won't do it. Every time you keep living a certain kind of way and you won't do it, you keep putting them back on the cross. Because grace, watch this, breaking God's law demands justice. Somebody got to tell you that, but somebody got to pay. Is that deep? And, and watch this. So, so anybody can receive kindness and love, watch this, of a perfect and holy God because God, watch this, he prepared Jesus for this. But we have a choice. God offers us a brand new nature. And what he wants from us saints, amen, He wants us to be careful how we handle his grace. So don't keep saying, making excuses when you know what to do is right. So look what he says. So the question is now, how do we, how do we do this? Look at verse 14. It's some good points here, right? Here's how you don't abuse grace. He says, for sin shall not be what? Can I ask you a question? What's mastering you? What's ruling you? See, we can keep saying I'm weak to this or to that, but 
Sin can master you. Now, if something is mastering you, it's your Lord. And so the first thing you got to do is this. Don't abuse grace by accommodating and allowing sin to rule you. By what? Accommodating. See, we make, you know, we make special, you know, spaces in our hearts. And if we're going to not abuse grace, amen, uh, we have to not accommodate sin. We have to not allow it to, to rule you. Whatever has first place is controlling you. Think about it for a minute. Whatever is has first place is what? Control. Paul says, listen, listen, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. He says, he says in verse 13, do not present, go on presenting your members of your body to sin. In other words, stop exposing yourself to things that causes it to master you. So what we do is we make accommodations for it and then we make excuses for it. And then we say, oh, I didn't know, I didn't know about that. Paul said, don't let sin, don't let sin in. Don't, don't let it root, we're gonna sin, alright? So let's just get that right. But even when we sin, if we keep accommodating it, and if we keep allowing it to rule our lives, saints, sin can be very deceiving. Some of the times what we're calling righteousness is sin. Come on now. And so he says, don't let it master you. Look what he says next. He says, for you are not. I love that word not. That's my past. You are not under the what? The law. Told you what the law is. God's rules and regulations for the children of Israel All of us was under the law until grace showed up, till Jesus showed up and saved us and released us from the requirements and everything according to the law. Thank you, Jesus, for doing that for us. And so to let sin master me, Paul is saying to himself, like, hold on, y'all, stop allowing sin to master you. Stop accommodating it. Stop making room in your life for it. Listen, stop creating a space for it. I'm trying to help somebody. Open up that closet and put all that stuff out. You know, stuff we hide. Come on, help me now. Amen. Because it's mastering you. And so what we do is we accommodate it and then we make excuses as to why we can't release it. Because whatever's controlling you is your master. Come on, help me somebody. That's why he said, don't let it master you. He knows that we're going to sin because our, our what? Our bodies, our flesh is still under the what? Curse. But he says to, he says this. He says, listen, don't let it what? Rule you. Watch this. The next thing is, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? He says, you're not under the law. So the next thing, don't abuse grace by becoming a prisoner. Again. Some of us are trapped. Uh Uh-oh. What do you mean? You're trapped. You can't quit smoking. 
So y'all think I'm talking about sex. I ain't talking about sex. You're abusing it. I, I used this illustration earlier. At 905, you know what I mean? If you keep smoking 20 years from now, you may get lung cancer. Amen. But the reason you didn't get it before 20 years is because of what? Come on, help me. See what I'm saying? You keep doing things to your body. Watch this. And it don't show up until a certain time. And then you now you want prayer. <laughs> now you want me to pray for you. Now, Pastor, pray, pray for me. But 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 my question going to be to you is like, hold on a minute. What's been mastering you? Listen, can I tell you something? A mentality can master you. A negative one. Come on, somebody. So sin shows up in different ways. Prayerlessness is a sin. Amen. Right? So, so he says, pay attention to what's driving you. Food can be a... Shopping can be a... Tell your neighbor... Tell your neighbor grace. You know what? I think grace is a little offended. You know what I'm saying? I think grace is a little offended. I think grace is saying, because grace is really Jesus. I think grace is saying right now, y'all wrong for that. I keep doing for you, doing for you, doing for you, giving to you, giving to you, letting you make it, letting you make, come on somebody, letting you make it, letting you make it. You remember when last time you made it? When you shouldn't have made it? But look at you now. Free. Come on and help me now. I'm trying to talk about some grace here. But when we abuse it, we put ourselves back into a bad relationship. Look, he said, a prisoner. Can I ask you, can I ask you a question? Again, that's the key word. What? Again. Listen, has God ever released you? Do I have anybody here who's been released? Where are my released people, my free people? You on parole right now. <laughs> Look, you off parole now. And you're under grace. For we all was prisoners. Come on, somebody. We did things that we didn't want to do. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. But God's grace showed up. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The law to the believer is not a bad thing. See, watch this. Watch this. The unbeliever looks at the word of God and they're offended by it. Because... It offends them and it points out that they're wrong. You know where I'm going with this? But for the believer, it is the righteousness of God. It is hope. Come on, somebody. It is holy. And but watch this. It benefits you. It helps you to live righteously. So here I am, right? I'm putting myself in a sinful situation. I let sin master me. And then he says, I'm no longer under the law, but why am I now getting arrested for breaking the law? When I've been freed from the law. What is going on? And that's why people go and join 
certain groups that talk about the Old Testament is this, and you got to eat this, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, and you can't do this. They don't un- tell them tell you never. They don't understand grace. See, people, pe- listen. People are preaching rules. They're not preaching grace. You follow what I'm saying? They're condemning you for the way you live and what you're doing, but they don't understand grace. They got to love you until you change. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Keep saying, I, you can't do this, you can't do that. Now listen, now watch this now. Now I'm going, don't, don't get too happy. I got something. Don't get too happy. I know you because it almost sounds like, watch this. Look what he says. He says, he says, you are no longer under the law, but under what? Under what? Now, now that word under has the idea of power. You are under the power of grace. You're no longer under the power of the law. You're under the power of what? Grace. But watch this. Watch this. This word, this word, this word, grace. Means blessings. It means favor. It means concessions. A gift. So he says you, you're no longer under the law. You and I are under what? Grace. So the next thing you got to do is this. Don't abuse grace because you know you have it. You know, I know I have it. Oh, I can do that. God's grace. <laughs> Tell you never abusing grace. Now, somebody's asking in their mind, like, Pastor, I want to, but thank God. You're no longer the law. So use grace to develop the power to overcome whatever habit that you're struggling with. We know that when we sin, there are times we ignore it. You know Why? Because we know we're under grace. Many professing Christians today utterly ignore the biblical truth of grace. Here's what they do. They deny God for ungodliness and worldly desires. Watch this. Instead, they live as great as if grace is a supernatural get out of jail free card that's what they do a ticket with no strings attached to it an open ended package of amnesty indulgence forbearance charity leniency immunity approval Tolerance. I got to tolerate the way you live because of grace. Y'all caught that? So here's the thing. If I'm wrong, you want me to say, no, you ain't wrong. But that's abusing grace. See, here's the thing. If it's not biblical, it's wrong. And here's the thing. You want what you want. Or we want what we want. So we accommodate. And we abuse the grace that we have. Listen, we know. Listen, listen. If you're saved and you're believing in Jesus Christ, you're going to heaven.
But the question is, what do you do between then and now? Do you not know that if you really live your life to please him and operate in grace, how happy you're going to be? Right now, somebody here, you feel miserable. But I want to tell you something. God's grace can peak in that moment. And he can take that situation and he can begin to turn it around because that's the God we serve. Stop condemning yourself and understand that God's grace is sufficient enough. He gives you strength in your weakness, but you got to want to come out. I found out that I can't help nobody out who don't want to come out. I can't help nobody who don't want to get who want change. You can keep saying, Pastor, I want it, I want it, I want it, but I want to tell somebody here that you cannot keep using grace as an excuse to keep living just any kind of way. Are you with me? God's grace. So we keep making excuses, right? And abusing his grace. Watch this. Watch what he says. Watch what he says now. He says in verse 15 now. So now we get all that out the way. Look what he says in verse 15. He says, what then? Two questions. Is this interesting or what? He says, what then? Shall we what? Oh, man. You know, it's kind of like. I know nobody's watching. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I'm, I'm looking around like, shoot. I, 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 I done it before. I never got caught. Grace. That's stealing grace. You know, you kleptomaniac grace. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got so much, boy, if we got so much grace, y'all, isn't God good to us? Come on, y'all, come on, y'all, somebody here, you should have been dead and gone. Amen. All the destructive things we've done with our lives. Come on, somebody. All of the days that we were doing this and that. The times when you got up and you said, I don't care. And you just went solo. You got so low you couldn't remember the next day. I wish I had somebody. <laughs> Amen. And God still. He says, what then? Shall we sin because we're not under the law but under grace? Next point. Don't abuse grace because you're freed from the law. Those rules don't apply to me no more, so guess what? I could do this. All I got all pastors say to do is exercise first John one nine. As a believer, first John one nine said if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. That's all you gotta do to get right standing with God again. But you were a hellraiser before you walked in that door. See, learning about this helps you to be more aware of how you carry yourself. 
Like, okay, am I abusing grace now today? See how you talk to one another? How you treat each other? All that's part of this package. But he says two questions. Watch this. See, the law brings the knowledge of sin. (laughs) Grace erases the sin. Hold on a minute. Grace can bring you through if you stop abusing it. You're going to get it either way, but you want to enjoy it. You just don't want to be on the bad side of grace all the time. You know, I'm getting grace because I did this. How about getting some grace because you did right? Come on. (laughs) Listen to this. You know what the law does? The law stops you from justifying yourself. Because it gives you a standard to live by. That's why I'm saying you've been freed from this. You're not under a bunch of rules in Christian. I don't know why they teach it like this. But you were not under a bunch of rules. We've been freed. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Look at verse, look at verse, the last part of that verse. He says, what then? Shall we sin because what? Because we're not, because we're not under the law, but under grace. Look what he says. Can I say something? I'm getting ready to close. You have to have a made up mind. You have to stop and say to yourself, No more. Lord, if I've abused your grace, I repent. Paul says, may it never be. The last point is this. Don't abuse grace. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. May it never be. Let that not be your testimony. That I'm out here living, knowing how I'm living, right? And then God keeps saying, man, I I love you, man. But you keep doing what you're doing. And I'm going to keep loving you. I'm going to keep loving you. But experience some good grace. You know, grace is good either way. Live to please God, not just yourself. Live to glorify him. Listen to this. Some purchases come... With extras that you have to purchase. For instance, you get a new car, all right, and there's a long list of additional purchases that can be added on to enhance the new car and increase the price. There's the base price, come on, somebody, and then there's the fully loaded price. Come on, help me, somebody. Amen. You you can get all of the perks, but you got to pay for it. Toys we purchase for children during Christmas. It indicates on the box, batteries are not included. But it must be purchased separately. The toy is now accessible, but it has no power. What good is the toy 
if there's no batteries. Grace is different. Grace comes fully loaded. Batteries included. (laughs) It's all inclusive. So you don't have to go find nothing, do nothing, flip, jump, fall out on the ground to get grace. Everything is included with grace. But I got a sneaky suspicion this morning in my sanctified imagination that we got some abusers in this room (laughs) who have abused the very thing that God gave you for free. So as I close today, I want to encourage you to pay attention and ask yourself this question. Do I want to glorify God by appreciating the grace rather than abusing the grace? I encourage you not to abuse grace by accommodating and allowing sin to rule you. Don't abuse grace by becoming a prisoner to sin again. Don't abuse grace because You know you have it. Don't abuse grace because you're freed from the law. But don't abuse grace but appreciate it. God's grace is what you all have. And God's grace is what's going to get you to the next level in life. If you appreciate it. And don't use it as a license to sin, a get out of jail free card. Uh, you feel what I'm saying? I keep messing up. Listen, you can break those habits in your life. You can. You may be bound to something this morning. Bound to a mentality. Bound to something this morning. And God's grace can pull you out. You may have put yourself again. Under the law. And you need to be set free from it. And if you're here this morning. And you want to be free.